Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, leader of The Heart. I want to welcome you to The Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. Uh, if you're uh, if you've never been here before, it's a special Sunday as well because we're going to be talking about serving. So uh, what we're going to do is uh, about twice a year we'll have a Serve Sunday, and what we want to do with Serve Sunday is make it clear how you can serve if you want to. One of our core values here at the heart is choice. Okay, so when we talk about serving, which is basically volunteering, okay, we church it up and call it serving, right? Uh, when we talk about volunteering or we talk about giving or we talk about praying or we talk about reading the Bible, none of these are things that I'm ever going to tell you that you're supposed to do or that you have to do. These are choices that you can make. Because when you choose to serve, when you choose to give, when you choose to read the Bible, when you choose to pray, what you're doing is you're becoming empowered and you're making your faith your own. Right? If I tell you that you're supposed to serve, you know, you're coming to church here, you have to volunteer. Well, then you'll show up for your time, you'll do what you're supposed to do, but you're only doing it because you were supposed to. You're only doing it because you have to. And it's hard to find enjoyment doing things that we have to do, doing things that we feel like we're supposed to. That's why sometimes holidays are miserable for people. Don't raise your hand if it is for you. Thanksgiving and Christmas, right, it can be miserable because now we have to go see that family that we don't enjoy seeing anyway. We have to go visit those people that we don't really want to visit. So when we talk about serving today, uh, it's going to be focused on that, but it it all comes from a choice that you can choose to do or not. And you're just as empowered saying no than you are as saying yes. I, uh, I, I, like to, I like to joke, a half joke, it's a half joke, that Sunday mornings at uh, uh, right around 9.45, 9.50 are my therapy sessions with you guys. You guys get to be, you know, in your chairs and listen, and I'm just kind of working through all of my issues here. It's free therapy for me, so I really appreciate you guys were able to do this weekly. I appreciate you worked that into your schedule uh, for, for this to happen. When I was, uh, when I was young... Younger, in high school, middle school probably, and my, uh, my family is here. Uh, Corbin graduated this weekend from high school, so my family came into town. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Um, that's enough for him. He, he gets it. Uh, and uh, so they can attest to this, but when I was in middle school, uh, high school, I really, really desperately wanted to fit in. I wanted to be one of the cool kids. You all remember this? Up here. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm just talking to you guys. I really wanted to sit at the right table in the cafeteria. I really wanted to wear uh, the right clothes. I wanted to be friends with the right people, whatever that meant to me at the time. And I would be consumed with this, like, you know, I I want to be part of the popular group of people. So much so that I would change the way I acted, change the way I talked, change the people I would be around so I I could do the right thing, so I could fit in with the people I wanted to fit in with. And I'm not saying this because it's a healthy thing. In fact, looking back, I'm pretty embarrassed of old Dominic, uh, or uh, previous Dominic, I should say. I'm pretty embarrassed of younger Dominic. There it is. I'm pretty embarrassed of the way. (laughs) I love old Dominic. He's the best. You guys would really dig him. (laughs) Uh, I'm embarrassed of younger Dominic for for the things that I would do, the things that I would say, the people that I would intentionally avoid. But it was this effort to fit in. Because I, I felt like, if I act like who I am, if I'm just who I am, what if I don't belong? What if I'm not accepted for being who I am? And I know that my issues aren't yours. 
Okay, I know that the things I go through and I deal with aren't the same things that you go through and deal with, but there is something in us, in humanity, that longs to belong, that hopes to belong to a family, to a community, to a group of people. We're built, we're made for community, and when we find the deepest sense of community is where we belong, not just fit in. So I want to ask you, when is, the, when is the time where you tried to fit in? Maybe it was at work. I can't remember what comedian it was way back in the 90s or the 2000s said that when you meet somebody for the first time, when you go on a first date or maybe you first go into work, you don't really meet them. You meet their representative, right? They're cleaning up all their jokes. They're, 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 they're using bigger words than they normally would. Sometimes when we meet somebody for the first time, we're pleasant and polite even if we're in a bad mood. Why? Because we want to fit in. When we come to maybe church on a Sunday, maybe you're dressed in something you wouldn't normally dress in, but you want to fit in because you think everybody else is going to dress nice, so you dress nice because you want to fit in. We want to fit in, but I think, I think there is something, a bigger step that takes us from fitting in, that takes us from trying to find a place into a sense of true belonging. A belonging is so much deeper than fitting in. A belonging is so much more sustainable than fitting in. Think about the last time that you tried to fit in. Where was it? Was it a family gathering? Was it a new job? A new school? New friends? Maybe you don't have any trouble fitting in and you're comfortable being exactly who you are. We need you to help us, or help me at least. Now think of the last time you felt like you belonged somewhere. There's a belonging that happens to us. A few times in our life, if we're lucky, we can find a sense of belonging. And belonging is so tricky because belonging isn't something that you decide to become. Belonging is something that you choose to become. Because you can have two people experiencing the same family, two people experiencing the same community, two people going to the same church, and each of them will feel like they're trying to fit in, and the other one feels like they belong. How can two people experiencing the same thing have two different perspectives on whether they fit in or belong? And what I want to invite you to today is to accept that you do belong. And I believe, and I believe this since before we started The Heart, is that serving, volunteering, giving your time away can be a step into belonging. There is something about finding a purpose that allows us to see that we belong. And when it comes to serving, when it comes to volunteering, when it comes to helping at church on Sunday or throughout the week, we don't want to, to, to find you a place where you can fit in and maybe work there for a little bit. We want you to be able to find a place where you belong, where you find purpose. That's what it means to belong, to have purpose. I don't mean have purpose as in you know exactly what you're supposed to do. I mean purpose as in you see what's in front of you and you see that you're a part of something bigger. Something bigger than just you and I. There's something bigger about a Sunday morning and throughout the week when we're able, able to serve a purpose, a purpose that we started five or six years ago, a dream that came up, and that was connecting people to the heart of God. And we knew that that would look different along the way, but what has not been different along the way is giving people a place to belong, giving you a place to belong. When is the last time that you belonged somewhere? 
There was a, a piece of scripture I want to read for us today. If you're not familiar with the Bible, we'll have it on the screen, or you can go to the YouVersion Bible app or any Bible app on your phone. On the YouVersion Bible app, we do have an event there that you can follow along with every Sunday if you want to. It references scripture and has some links there that are helpful and all of that. And before you go, what I want you to do is walk by the uh, Serve Sunday table on your way out. It's going to be on the right as you're walking out. And we actually have a gift for you today if, you're, uh, if you choose to serve or just to get some information on serving today. We want to give you uh, a gift to say thank you for, for choosing to serve. Everybody who's serving already is like, wow, thanks for the gift. <laughs> you should have waited. <laughs> That's called the gotcha, and uh, you fell for it. No. Um, we want to be able to give you a gift today. Now, uh, so this scripture we're going to look at today, watch this. This is going to be in the book of Galatians, which is actually a letter. Now, uh, a lot of the New Testament, I shouldn't say a lot, some of the New Testament uh, in the Bible are uh, letters that are written to groups of people. And uh, the, the, the letter to the Galatians was written by a man named Paul. And what happened in this particular letter, what he's doing in this letter, is this is a group of people that he'd already kind of talked to and taught them the freedom that they have. In Jesus, the freedom that they have that God brought us through, Jesus, this new way of thinking about things, you know, they were really stuck in this religious way of thinking. They were really stuck in this, what are the rules, and we'll follow the rules, and whoever's not following the rules will judge them and hate them and send them to hell. Very different than how it is now. Now we are super enlightened, everything's great. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's still like that a little bit. And I think that is a part of the beauty of the Bible and the stories that we read. I've said this before that I find it very comforting and also a little, a little funny that the issues that they're dealing with thousands of years ago are the same things that we're facing today. I think there's something very beautiful in that, in that humanity is in this cycle, but it's a cycle that we get to jump in with together, be in the mess together. That's what we talk about a lot at the heart is being in the mess together. So Paul is, is teaching them, and he, he, he taught them about the freedom they can have in, in, in avoiding a religious mindset, in avoiding a let's make sure we follow the rules, make sure we fit in. It doesn't matter if you like the rules or not, you have to follow the rules if you're going to fit in. It doesn't matter if you disagree with a few of the things in here, you have to pretend to agree with them if you want to fit in. But God is not a God of fitting in. The message of what Jesus came to do is not, I'd like you to fit in with my Father. It's, it's I'd like you to belong to my Father. It's not about finding a community that you can fit into. It's about finding a community that you can belong to. So, I want to read Galatians chapter 3, verse 28. Now I'll be reading out of the message Bible. Uh, when you read uh, your Bible, it might look a little bit different. That's okay. It says, in Christ's family, there can be no division into Jew and non-Jew, slave and free, male and female. Among us, you are all equal. That is, we are, in all, we are all in a common relationship with Jesus Christ. There's no division. Now, that doesn't mean we don't have differences. That's not the point. It doesn't mean we shouldn't see differences in each other. That is also not the point. What it is, is there is no better or worse. There is no, this is right and this is wrong as far as groups of people, groups of us. Jew and non-Jew, slave and free, male and female. These are categories that we decide, which is fine. 
There can be differences, but differences lead to fitting in. It's belonging that comes from diversity. So if you're taking notes, I want you to write this down. Finding where you belong will bring peace to your soul. Finding where you belong will bring peace to your soul, not finding where you fit in. Fitting in takes work. Haven't you ever, haven't you ever tried to fit in somewhere? It takes work, doesn't it? And fitting in doesn't mean lying. You know, don't get crazy. Fitting in, fitting in doesn't mean you're pretending to be somebody that you're not. It just means there's little, I'm talking about those little tweaks. Not where you pretended to be somebody else, but where you, you held back a little bit. And I'm not talking about, you know, filtering all your cuss words around kids. And that's not what I'm talking about. Or older folks or wherever you filter. Or maybe you don't. Good for you. <laughs> but if you can find a place where you belong, there is a peace in your soul that comes from that. Fitting in takes work, but belonging brings peace. If you're taking notes, I want you to write this down as well. Difference can lead to fitting in, but diversity allows us to belong. Our differences that we have, that we can't ignore, that we shouldn't ignore, but if we're only focused on our differences, then we try to fit in. But understanding that there is power in diversity, in the, in the diversity of the way that we think, of the way we process information, of what we believe, of what we say, of how we act, that diversity allows us to belong. You see, acceptance has to come before. If acceptance comes after, then that's fitting in. Do you see that? If acceptance is on the other side of community, if acceptance is on the other side of community, then what we are encouraging you to do is fit in. But if acceptance comes before community, now you have been empowered to belong. If acceptance is over here, you belong. If acceptance is over here, you're going to have a busy, busy life of trying to fit in. One of the things we like to say at the heart is you don't have to believe what we believe to belong. And that would be a wild thing to say if we waited to see what you really thought and then accepted you. <laughs> but see, we're playing an even more dangerous game than that. More dangerous and even dangerouser. More dangerous. Okay. <laughs> I went to Texas State, so. Um, Southwest. Uh, we're playing a more dangerous game because we are willing to accept you before we know everything about you. See how that's dangerous? <laughs> See how it's dangerous to accept someone before knowing everything about them? But that is true belonging. It's the only way you can belong. It's the only way that you can truly belong is if you are accepted before we know all the details. It's the same thing for, uh, for this church, the heart. It's the same thing for family. It's the same thing for friendship. It's the same thing for faith. God accepted you before anything else. God accepts you even though he knows what's going to happen down the road. And so we get to be in line with that just a little bit. We get to have a little piece of God in us. See, we wear these, uh, and if you don't have one, I'd love to give you one today. We wear these bracelets. And on them, they say one touch. It's a series we did years and years and years ago. And we wear them. You'll see a few people have these on. We wear these bracelets to know, to remind ourselves that because of us, the people in our life are one touch away from the grace of God. One touch away. Why are they one touch away? Because we're right there. 
And we are willing, we're willing to accept people before we know everything about them because we want them to be in community. We don't want them to come here and then make sure they agree with what Dominic is saying and make sure they're singing the words to the song and and make sure that they're helping out in heart kids and make sure that you're giving financially to the heart and make sure you're reading your Bible every week and make sure you're praying. And then if you're doing all those things and you're checking all the boxes, now welcome to the community. Now we accept you. We were just kind of trialing, trial and error here in the community, but now that you've checked all the boxes, now we would love to accept you for who you have uh, been trying to be. Now we would love to accept you for finally fitting in. Good job. That's easy. That's easy to sift through and filter people depending on the boxes that they check. What is difficult and dangerous but beautifully rewarding is when we say, I don't care where you're at. I don't care where you are on your journey of faith. There are people that have come to the heart, they don't even believe in God. I'm sure there's some of you in here right now that you don't believe in God. You're not even sure why you're doing here. You just came for, somebody offered you lunch or maybe you're in, you know, a relationship and this is the step and that's okay. I don't know what it is. But either way, I don't need to know that you believe what I believe to belong here. I know there are people in here that don't agree with me on some of the things that I think. I'm not trying to get people around me that agree with me. I'm not trying to surround myself with people that agree with me. I'm trying to surround myself with people who have purpose, who see purpose, who see purpose for this community, for their family, for this city who want to do more and bigger things. There are greater things yet to come, greater things to be done. And if I, if I push people around me who didn't agree with me, I wouldn't be married anymore, I, you know. Me, I wouldn't, my son wouldn't be uh, around me a lot, none of my family, nobody, none of y'all. Um, I would be alone. I want you to belong. I want you to find where you belong. Now, when I say belong, and we say it in the, in the context of Serve Sunday, here's what I think, and tell me if I'm wrong. I think most people, again, most, what does that even mean? That's such a trick. Some people, <laughs> a, few, a few people, people. I think people, when it comes to stuff on a Sunday morning, tell me if I'm wrong, there's a few things that keep us from helping. Because the first thing you have to ask yourself, I said our core value, one of our core values is choice, and I absolutely love that core value because it takes all, it puts all the responsibility on you, right? It takes all the responsibility off me. I can't guilt you into doing anything. If guilt is driving you, you need to talk to a therapist because that's not me, you know what I mean? That has to do, maybe you grew up Catholic or I don't know what happened to you in your childhood, but choice empowers you. When you are empowered, that's when your faith becomes yours. So I think what, what stops us from helping, and not, not just church, I mean volunteering or helping people or helping around the house or whatever, is maybe we don't know how. We don't know what needs to be done. We don't think we have any skills that are helpful. We walk in on a Sunday morning and we see all this tech and production stuff on the screen. We're like, I have no idea. I'm not a tech person. I wouldn't know what to do. And so what we have done today 
Again, I want you to stop by the uh, uh, Serve Sunday booth out there, the table out there, because there are so many different areas that you can help if you want to. And the first question you have to ask yourself is, do I want to serve? Because if you don't, then don't. We talk about the same thing with giving. I love to invite people to not give. (laughs) I think inviting people to not give if they don't want to is just as important as inviting people to give if they want to. I think it is equally important. Now, if you're ready to challenge yourself and do something more, then I want you to challenge yourself. And there's, there's a gray area there. We love to live in the gray. But I want you to ask yourself a question right now, right now in this moment. Do I want to serve? Do I have an interest in serving? Do I have an interest in helping? And if you do, I want you to act on that today. Now, here's why I think some of the, something that stops us. How much time do I have to commit? Right? I would love to help. Oh, we're not done yet, babe. <laughs> yeah, there's one person obligated to be here, so... We have, a, we, we, we might have a misunderstanding of how much time it takes. Yeah, I'd like to help, but I'm not available most Sundays. That's okay. There's things you can do. I'd like to help, but I don't have a lot of time during the week. That's okay. There's things that you can do if you want to. See, because we have no problem doing, uh, creating a space for you to belong. There are places that you can belong. It, 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 and there's another thing, too. Let's say you try something and you don't like it. Who are you going to tell? <laughs> you imagine, you, you, like, I'd like to help. I'll, I'll serve in heart kids. And then after two weeks, you're like, I don't like to be around kids. I think I have to find another church. I'm going to move to a different city. I'm going to change my name because I can't go through with telling them I don't want to serve in heart kids anymore. <laughs> we want you to find a place where you belong, not where you can fit in. Before you leave today, if you have even a little bit of an inclination that you might want to serve, that serving might be good for you, that stepping into serving could help you find a sense of purpose and belonging, then I want you to challenge yourself, to dare yourself, to walk to the Serve Sunday table afterwards and give us a little bit of information and we'll connect with you. Giving us some information and getting a gift does not lock you in for a year of serving, no matter what, every Sunday, 5 a.m. to 2 p.m., you're locked in. We gave you a journal that's at least a year's worth of your time. (laughs) No, no, no. It's about an opportunity, an opportunity you have to do something if you choose to. I look back at 18-year-old Dom, 17-year-old Dom. It's been kind of weird, you know, this past couple of months because his son Corbin, he just turned 18. He's getting ready to go off to college, and I'm a young enough dad that I can remember what it was like being 18 and getting ready to go off to college and I had find a, I, I kind of found my group in high school, and then I was going to go to to Southwest Texas, Texas State, and I was worried about fitting in. I had I had worked so hard in high school to try and fit in, and I was worried I was going to take that with me. And I look back at young Dom when he was in his teens, and now here I am, 40 years old, and I have people around me that have accepted me for who I am. Not only have accepted me 
before they have made me a part of their community, accepted me for who I am, but all the bumps and bruises along the way, all the times I've changed my mind along the way, all of the hurtful things I have said along the way. And it's the belonging that happens before that can endure the hurtful things, that can endure the hard times, that can endure the problems, because if acceptance comes on the other side of community, then those bumps and bruises can kick you out of community. Those difficult times can misplace you from community. But because I'm able to be accepted for who I am here and now, not for who I could be, not for the potential I have as a person, but for who I am now. I am now empowered to grow even more. Do you see that? It's so, it's such a paradox that if, if, you, can, if you can see where you belong before anything else, it empowers you to grow. It empowers you to take more steps, to step further into what God has for you. I don't want you to fit in in your life. I don't want you to fit in in your faith. I don't want you to fit in with God. I don't want you to fit in at the heart. I want you to know that you belong here. In this community, in this church, you belong. And I want to invite you to stop trying to fit in. Just let yourself belong here there, there is, there's nothing that you could do or say that would take us off guard, that would surprise us, that would say, I don't know if you can do that here. We're all very aware of our mess. And there's something about being aware of our mess and not being comfortable in our mess, but knowing it's there. There's something about acknowledging a mess that empowers us to do something about it. That's the power of, of seeing our mess, of seeing your mess. And we see your mess. You think you're hiding your mess. You're not. We see that you're a mess. But see, the beauty of it is I also know that I'm a mess. And I share that mess. I share it with you guys. I share it with my friends. I share it with my family. I know I'm a mess, and that's okay. Because I don't want to fit in. I want to belong. I want to belong to your community, and I want you to belong to mine. If you could, I want you to bow your heads real quick. I want to pray for us this morning. God, we thank you for being a God who loves us for who we are. A God that chooses us to belong to you even before we knew we wanted to. We thank you for being a God who seeks belonging. I pray that we would have the boldness to step out of fitting in in whatever areas of our life we're trying to fit in. And we would have the bravery, the courage to be exactly who we are. I pray that you would put people in our life, communities in our life, that would allow us to belong for exactly who we are and where we are on our journey of faith, our journey of life, our journey of emotional health, our journey of mental health. God, I thank you for everyone who is willing and wanting to serve, willing and wanting to help. Even if we don't know all the details, that we'd be willing to take a step forward and find more to step into a purpose, to find purpose. We love you and we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At The Heart, our mission and goal is to connect people to the heart of God. 
If you would like to pursue a relationship with Jesus Christ, please visit us at www.theheart.church for more information. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who might benefit from it. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we'd like to invite you to visit us this Sunday morning. We have two experiences for you to choose from at 9.30 and 11 a.m., all happening at the Spot Cinema House and Eatery. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how our relationships grow and how your faith grows.